1: With Danny, I'm Grant. This is the fan Michael McCann of SI is going to join us in an hour. He is a sports law expert. We'll talk about how much trouble Dan Snyder might be in. At 5:25 though, we were talking earlier about Ron Rivera's comments on Sam Howell and the fact that he isn't going to be named the starter but he is the QB1 going into camp. What is the difference between those two things and how do we feel about Rivera's newly Shaped comments on what this offense could look like certainly sounded a lot more promising than the idea that they want to run the ball more than they throw it. We'll get into all that coming up on the fan in just a couple of minutes. But it is NFL Combine Week, Danny. Yes. A lot going on in Indianapolis. We wanted some expertise on the Combine process. So we go to the BetQL guest hotline. Bet smarter to beat the books. Download the BetQL app. Visit BetQL.com. Former Pro Bowler and Super Bowl champion K.J. Wright is with us. On Grant and Danny to discuss that. What's up, KJ? How you doing, man?
2: Good afternoon, fellas. Doing great. Hanging out here in snowy Seattle, so life life is okay. (laughs) Appreciate
3: the time, man. Take us back, I think it was 2011 when you got drafted. What is this week like? Like, leading up to it, you've heard all about it. You've seen it on TV by this point. Like, what's going through your mind as you enter this week in Indy?
2: this 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 week is everything as a young college kid you know just got done with um, your last senior season or your junior year and um, you're ready for the big leagues, and you know that this is your first real opportunity to show these scouts, show these coaches, show these owners exactly what you are made of. And so just leading up to this week, guys are just training. They're getting on the drawing board, um, going through different types of defenses because you know when you get to these teams, they're going to see how smart is this guy. What is this personality like? Um, let's see his football IQ. And so these GMs and these scouts are going to grill these young men when they come to these meetings, because they're making big time investments into these young into these young men, and so this week is kind of nerve wracking. Just the meetings, the forty, the bench press, it is a lot. But um, it's a few days, and uh, you just got to go out there and just show yourself in the world exactly what you're made of.
3: So then I think about this, KJ. I remember at the time it probably seemed like it was your whole world. Fast forward, you know, uh, more than a decade later, you had an unbelievable NFL career and were a great player. Doesn't it seem That's insignificant right. now when you think about it? Like, you did way more important stuff playing for Super Bowls and, and things, yeah. and now you're like, I had to do it. I benched and, like, did a shuttle run in 2011. How strange does that seem?
2: It's so funny because I went out there and I ran a 4.75. I was just down and out. I was sad because all, all year I was training running, like, low 4.6s, and I got out there and I felt like I blew it in front of the whole world. And so when you look back at it, it's just a small part of your journey, but you best believe when you're in the midst of it, that is everything too. You just feel like, Oh, man, I literally went from a second-round draft pick to a 6 round draft pick based off of um, a simple bench press or based off a meeting that I blew or based off I didn't do well on the chalkboard. And so a lot of things are going through these young men's minds. And so um, I I tell the the guys all the time, your film, what you did in college, should overrule a majority of the stuff that happens at the combine. If you played well on, on Saturdays, they, they 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 get their studies. Watch your tape. You should be going. You should be good going forward when you get to the NFL.
1: Which parts of the combine would you do more of? Turn up the faders on, so to speak. And which parts do you think they should tweak, either do away with or really try to um, maybe alter that you thought were either unnecessary or, or weren't fair to the player?
2: Well, I believe that everything that they do, everything they do, they 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 need to continue to do it. I just believe for GMs, GMs just need to take what they see at the combine just with a grain of salt. You can't just look at a guy because he doesn't run a fast 40 It's like, really, oh, okay, he doesn't fit into our team. Some guys get out there and run fast 40s, but they get there on the football field and run in the wrong direction. And so, for me, I know when I look at a guy, I'm really studying his tape. Let's see, let's see how this guy is as a football player, especially a linebacker. How does this guy find a way to get to the ball? Does this guy take the proper angles? Is this guy a leader in the locker room? Or is this guy some guy that's, you know, just going to come in and be an immature rookie when he first comes on the scene? And so, really see what these guys are made of when it comes to their intellect, when it comes to their football IQ, when it comes to their leadership skills. And then take that and be like, okay, this guy's going to turn into a phenomenal pro. Let me add him to our to our franchise.
1: They've gotten rid of the wonderlick test, and I was kind of thinking about that, or even just some of the the questions that we hear that get asked. You know, I, I've talked to players that have no problem with some of the weird odd questions. Others find some of the things strange. Is that kind of team by team, or is that almost universal that you're trying to be put in a bad spot? They yeah. want to see how you react. Like, what's that
2: about? Yeah. They, It's team by team. And some some teams, you know, they know your history. They know that you came from a a privatized area or you didn't have a two-parent household. And so they do kind of poke the bear to see, hey, what happened? And they want to see how would this transfer if we do bring you into our football team and so on. I'm glad that they're kind of getting away from that. But these teams, I'm telling you, they literally want to know everything possible about who these guys are. And so some questions are fair, but you saw what they did with Dez Bryant. I don't know if you guys remember that. What they did with Dez Bryant years ago, asking questions about his parents. Like, you know the situation. Don't try to, you know, rip this band-aid off and just bring up this this sad story that I had to experience as as a young man. And so um, it's definitely team by team, but for me, I had a pretty good experience.
3: So, yeah, I was going to ask you about that. And KJ Wright with us here on Grant and Danny. What was like a strange one that you remember that stood out? Like, like, I don't know what that has to do with me making tackles.
2: Was there a really odd one that came your way? No, no, I I was lucky. Uh, No team really did that to me. The Houston Texans was the only team that I kind of had a bad experience with because uh, I'm a smart guy. But these guys literally put me on the chalkboard for about 20 to 25 minutes. They put their whole playbook on the chalkboard, and they erased it and they handed me the marker and said, "Hey KJ, let's see, how, let's see what you know. Let's see how smart you are." And they literally just grilled you from the any error you made. You know, you just felt like every all eyes were on you. You are doing this in front of the GM, uh-huh. the linebackers coach, the defensive coordinator. and <laughs> You're like, hold up, man. You know, this this is intense. And so, um, they just want to see your, your what your make is, what you're made of if you'll under pressure, but for the Houston Texans, that, that was a tough one for me.
1: Weird that they haven't had a ton of success over the last <laughs> several years. They're ruling players out based on not learning the playbook in a 10-minute meeting. K.J. Wright is with us on Grant and Danny. Awesome career, span from 2011 to 2021, uh, now 33 years old as he's getting into talking about ball uh, more often. And by the way, I would say, Danny, from my perspective, an American hero, uh-huh. and I'll clap it up for him on this regard kept Tom Brady from a ring. KJ right everybody. Ladies and gentlemen. KJ right. Now Tom got other rings. Where were you on that play? In that game you had 11 tackles, the 28-24 win, the goal line pick of Tom uh well, it wasn't even that play I guess. It was let's see yeah. which was it was it that was the oh, one?
2: The one you about the one Russell threw?
1: No, not I guess I'm confused. What the the Super Bowl. You which yeah. which game did you win? Oh, you won, won the Broncos one. They beat the Broncos. Damn! So Tom beat you guys. I'm all screwed up. Now I'm sad. Hey, <laughs> yeah, you have me all all messed up. There, I was like, "What what game don't I remember?" You're, so yeah. I still think you're an American hero. But still that, a hero. That was rough. That was oh, rough. Oh, you thought I was on the Patriots? No, I knew you were Seahawks. I just got the whole thing confused <laughs> in my head.
2: I really. Yeah, you. Yeah, you're good. You're good. You're good. Yeah, that was I was tough. Uh, played in Super forty eight. Uh, played against Peyton Manning they played against Tom Brady, Super Bowl 49. We had the devastating interception. They're on the one-yard line. I remember line.
1: that. Okay, so that game, where were you? You had 11 tackles in that game. So you're watching. What are you thinking? Mm-hmm.
2: I'm on the 50-yard line. Uh, we made the incredible drive. Jermaine Curse makes a bobble makes that catch. That yeah, catch Mark's was run. ridiculous. Unbelievable. Like yeah, should have went down this you know, one of the top, you know, moments in, in NFL history and my son, you know, bruising his way down to the two yard line. I'm standing on the fifty yard line and I look and I was like, We're in shotgun. I, I yell, I scream, I say, Why are we in shotgun? And it happened so fast. <laughs> you yelled that and before the play? <laughs> I oh, yelled no. it. I, I wish someone had a camera on me. You you can see it. I literally yelled out, but everyone was down there. They were closer, closer to the twenty yard line. And so um it just happened so fast and I look and I was like this is, this did not just happen. He did not just run through Ricardo Lockett to catch <laughs> an interception. Like I, I get we messed up with the pass. Like no no business to pass on, on in that situation, but the way he intercepted the ball to this day is still bizarre to me. He literally ran through It was a crazy,
1: crazy and play.
2: Caught the ball. That should that should not have happened. But um heck of a heck of a play by him. And, um, yeah, I could have been a back-to-back champion, but hard, hard lesson we had to learn that day.
1: Well, so Two-timer. The, yeah, the year before
3: that, I, I legit thought, it would, I thought you guys would win that game. I didn't think you'd win like that. Was I, that the, the woodshed? 43-8, De- Denver we wasn't went, aware the Super Bowl started. We were in a row all week, yes. <laughs> and everyone was saying Denver. Everyone. Yeah, I, 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 I liked you guys, but, like, not like that, not by 35. Did, did you know that it was going to be a woodshed game?
2: Guys, I'm gonna be honest. They shouldn't even score that many points that day. Um, and then I'm being, and that's being nice. Like the they shouldn't even score. <laughs> they should not have scored eight points that day. When they scored that one touchdown, I, I was, I was livid. I'm like, how did they, how did they get in the end zone? You know, I just knew going into that week, watching film on Peyton Manning. Obviously, one of the best to do it. But I looked at the defenses they were playing, and I was like, these guys have not seen anything remotely close to the Legion of Boom. I mean, the defense they were playing were bad. They were, you know, giving up explosive plays. Like, when we step on this football field, we're going to be tied together. We're going to be locked in. We're going to play as a unit. And if you go back and watch that football film, guys, we were literally moving like we were tied on a string together. And so one of the best performances ever. And to do it against that offense, the best in NFL history, just showed you how special we were.
1: KJ right? 10 seasons in Seattle and then the final year in Vegas. You were with Russ. For years, I mean, you were there right at the start of his career. He became yep. an MVP candidate. W- what do you make of, of what's happened with him, and what do you think's going on? His last year in Seattle dropped off, and then this past year was kind of a mess in Denver. And meanwhile, Geno took over. I can't believe how good he was.
2: Yeah, I, I've just never seen Russ's name in the media so much in this negative light. I mean, you just saw the stuff that happened. Like, he wanted to be traded. You saw the stuff that he wanted. Coach Carroll and John Snyder fired. The uh, Stuff with the foundation. Didn't play well. I mean, this has been a year to forget for Russell. And so I truly believe that he's got to take this offseason to get back to the bases, get back to the drawing board. And really, he has to rebrand himself. Like, make this stuff all about ball. If you go out there and play well, if you go out there and be a great teammate, drop the Broncos country stuff, then you will get back in order to be the quarterback that we knew and loved when he was in Seattle. And so I do believe that we will see Russell bounce back, pairing him with Sean Payton is going to do wonders for him. And so this is going to be a dynamic duo that I'm, that I'm really excited to see.
3: KJ, I've I've got to ask you about this grant. This one is for me. Uh, Do you? Yeah. KJ, I despise, pretty much all reality television my wife loves like all the bravo shows and things like that i just can't be in the room with it i can't stand it so we compromise and we watch a little hgtv as a family i know you know i know you know where i'm going with this and i'm sure you get asked about it by every pudgy idiot radio host in the country kj wright had an outstanding episode of house hunters in seattle forever ago i i we watch it i like the show anyway how real is that experience? In other words, like, did you guys already buy a house and then you filmed the show? How did it work?
2: I'm, I'm not going to give it away. I, I it. can't. I cannot do it. I cannot. But let's, let's. I can say this. I can say this. We filmed that show for five days straight for about ten hours. Yeah. Each, each day for an 18 minute episode. I mean, we filmed a lot. Like, we toured houses. We did. We redid the scenes. And um I'm I'm sitting in the house right now that I bought and it. so it's for the most part it's pretty real there's some stuff you got to do some acting and oh I love this and they're like oh talk about this lamp right here That's so what you got to make did
3: they stage the arguments
1: that take you know and then they're like your wife likes this lamp so you don't ready action yes yes
2: <gasps> yeah you know they they DJ. have that so some stuff is staged like oh just make this come to life and so it's, it's a cool experience. I'm a I'm a house owner's junkie. I, I've always dreamed of going on that show. And people recognize me sometimes in the streets based off of my TV show rather than my football playing days.
1: That's ridiculous.
2: He's a good player.
1: <laughs> uh, all right, before we let you go, this this came out today. I, I'm sure you haven't really studied this, so I, I don't want to get into specifics, but I do think there's value in talking about it broadly with you. So the NFLPA did this thing that they should have been doing probably when you were playing for years where they pulled 1,300 players – on a bunch of categories for their treatment by their organizations, okay? This is how uh, teams travel, the locker room, the training staff, the training room, strength coaches, weight room, food service, nutrition, treatments of facilities, all kinds of stuff like that, right? hmm The local team here, Washington, the Commanders, finished 32 out of 32 teams. Little wow. things like they're one of six clubs that uh, doubles people up on the road the night before a game. They're one of seven clubs that doesn't fly players in in first class. Um, Mm. Things like that, right? But they finished dead last with four Fs. What what I want to know is the NFLPA said they put this out in part so that players have a a, a chance to make an educated decision, like going into the new league year on Uh where they'd want to go and where they wouldn't. How much do these types of things actually matter? If, If you're a player and, say, Washington is offering you more money than anyone else... Do you just take that deal and say, "Well, look, they're dead last, and all this other stuff. Who cares?"
2: I mean, here's the thing, fellas: money does talk. Yes, don't don't get me wrong, money talks. But if it's close, if if the Commanders have, uh, let's say, one one more million than the the Dallas Cowboys or the, you know the Seahawks, I believe that guys would take that into consideration. And I've had some teammates that I played with in Seattle that went to the Commanders. And uh, I'm not trying to bash you guys' team or anything, but they was like, this is one of the worst experiences that I, that I ever had. And um, just from so many standpoints, from a facility standpoint, like you said, the traveling, the, where we decide to stay in our hotel, our football field, I mean, it just sucks when you're playing in the NFL, the best of the best, and you just have an experience like that. And so um, I was fortunate. I went to two good organizations and new facilities. But um, to hear those horror stories, it, it is pretty real.
3: KJ, this is awesome, man. Really certainly appreciate the time with us and, and enjoy the combine. And uh, congrats on all your success, buddy.
1: Thank you.
2: Thank you, fellas.
1: Be good. There's KJ Wright, NFL combine going on right now in Indianapolis. Good expertise and insight on what these players are going through. We appreciate him joining us here on Grant and Danny. That last answer is important, I think. He's yeah. saying, yeah, you you can outpay everybody else. You know what I'm saying? Like you right. You can get over the top with the money, but I got to tell you, we don't forget. Word gets around, man. So, and he said players would acknowledge after, was it before or after? Did he, did he say, like, guys that went there? Yeah, so or guys either went there, there or came from there, yeah. Because I'm thinking, like, Paul Richardson, there's some dudes he played with probably that came here. But you, you don't think you're texting going, hey, how's D.C.? Bro.
3: Yeah, they got phones everywhere. Bruce Allen
1: taught us that. <laughs> you have no idea. And if you go from a place with a great facility and a great venue, I don't know. Where did Seattle rank in that uh listing? I know Vegas was in the top five, which KJ was his final year. Give was me with one second. Raiders. I had it right in front of me a second but ago. They, they were actually, I think, just outside the top ten at memory serves. So I, I know their facility is immaculate. Mm-hmm. People love it. It's right on the water. I remember it's years York's ago, 11th. 11th. Okay. So their actual training facility, I remember, like aesthetically, is supposedly one of the most beautiful in the NFL based on where it is and and you could sit outside and just kind of take in nature. Yeah, Seahawks have a lot of high grades. Their lowest grade is travel, which is C, so that's what they're doing on
3: planes or something like that. Their lowest grade but is a C. Yeah, they have a lot of A's and a lot of B's. But you said
1: their lowest grade is a C. <laughs> One C. Four F's in yeah, Washington. Four F's. The commanders have actually put out a statement about this. There will be statements. There will be Th- That is the slogan of this offseason. There will be statements. Let's get to that next on G&D